Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live Mana Ministries presents Gratitude Unfiltered, broadcast worldwide on the Live Mana Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. If you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, or any other social media platform, please like, subscribe, uh, and share with friends. And of course, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and then us on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire again on the Live Mono Worldwide Network. We're in for a great show. Miss Jacqueline Madison from Beverly Hills Magazine. We are in for a treat today. This is gonna be a great show. Let's get it started. What's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. Good morning, live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hope you guys are blessed no matter where you are in the world. We are so fortunate to have such a cool, amazing community of people all over the world. Uh, good morning, Jessica Lynn. Good morning, Jimmy Murphy, my man. Uh, go ahead and plug your nonprofit here, please, if you would. I love the work you guys do over at Murphy's Produce with Purpose. Jessica Lynn, my lovely wife, good to see you this morning. What's up, everybody? We're in for an absolute treat today. Um, I am so excited to have Jacqueline Madison from Beverly Hills Magazine uh, on the show today, but it's it's she's much more than a magazine. Uh, the more I got to know her, uh, just a little bit of interacting, she's up to some pretty, pretty cool stuff, so I'm not going to waste any more time. But again, thank you guys and God bless so much for, I really appreciate you being here. What's up, Amy Woldridge? Good to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, Jacqueline Madison. What's up, Jacqueline? How are you? Wonderful, Joshua. Good morning. How are you today? I am blessed. I am rising and shining for the glory of God. How are you? <laughs> 
I am good. I am California dreaming as always, but <laughs> as I staring outside at the snow this morning, but uh, I think we're going to have a heat wave and it's going to be 36 today in Minneapolis. So I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Well, I always say the Lord uh, leads you where he needs you. So all is well. I want, I have, so I'm going to go right into that. But first things first, what are you grateful for this morning? Wow. I have to say my breath of life because I know that it comes from God and, um, and I'm just, I'm truly grateful that the Lord woke me up today and, and he's got a plan for me and I just have to live it, you know, and that's why it's called the present. Today is a gift. So I'm going to live it. Uh, that, I, you know what, that's just about a, as good of a healthy attitude as you could possibly have. What, um, <laughs> speaking of breath of life, right now, especially like in LA, you live, you're in Los Angeles, correct? Beverly Hills, baby. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I have so many great memories from living there, and I I love the community there. But I there's one thing that I've learned, and even going back recently, is right now it seems like the oxygen has been cut off for the community there. Um, the restrictions in Los Angeles are as tight as they are anywhere in the world. What has that been like for you, uh, just navigating? not just business, but also your spiritual walk? Well, what's interesting is I actually lived a pretty private, quiet life prior to uh, this unusual circumstance we've all endured this past year. So my personal life hasn't changed uh, that dramatically. Um, I'm sort of a homebody. I work from home. My business is online uh, primarily. Um, so, uh, Really, I've have been ill. Uh, I haven't that been that ill affected. Uh, it's interesting, though, to go out and observe society, and and it's almost like a twilight zone a little bit. But I go on walks. Uh, I call them my walk with the Lord, and um, those are also pretty isolated experiences for me, unless I'm like you know crossing paths with somebody. I don't wear a mask when I go on my walk. I'm not going to submit to the devil. Um, <laughs> I don't um, either, unless you know, my wife makes me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, out of respect for others, because I, I live and operate from a place of faith. And so I'm not going to cower or bow to the, the fear that the devil's trying to keep us all under. So uh, out of respect for other people, though, sometimes I'll, I'll wear the mask if I have to go grocery shopping or, or, or things like that. But, sure. you know, my spiritual growth uh, really... <laughs> comes from my intimacy with my relationship with God and in my private prayer time, which takes place in, you know, in the wee hours of the morning or late at night. So that's where my, my spirit is being fed. And in my time reading God's word, obviously, if you guys don't know, I'm a born again Christian. You know, Yes, I own Beverly Hills Magazine, but I started it by the inspiration of the Lord and he's been helping me build the business from scratch with no money. Yes, I was broke living with my parents. I had zero dollars and God heard my cry. I prayed to God for guidance, for help and instruction. I would call it a repentance prayer. I had asked for forgiveness for everything I'd done wrong because I actually tried to start two magazines before that failed. Uh, but God, he answered me and he's been guiding my life ever since. So, yeah. I, Kali, there was a lot to unpack there. I want to go back to your prayer. 
Yeah. Um, the, the praying. I learned something today. We've started, a, or not today, but this weekend, right ahead of starting this 21-day fast we're doing with our church. And I've heard all of these different prayer techniques from all of, you know, the people my go-to is Graham Cook, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, Craig Groeschel, Miles McPherson in San Diego. Everyone has this different like system of prayer. I heard for the first time on Sunday that you were to start prayer, not with thanking God, but shutting up and just listening and wait till he talks to you before you pray. Have you, have you heard anything like that? Well, you know, each of our relationship with God is unique. You know, yeah. he's our heavenly father. He created each and every one of us. He's the creator of all spirits. So how he communicates with you will be different to how he may communicate with another. For me personally, you know, the Lord has led me to fast. So I'll either do two day fasts or if I do a daily fast, a 24 hour fast, and then, you know, he's called me to eat only fruits and vegetables. Um, because when we bring our flesh into submission to the spirit by fasting, it actually allows us to hear God more clearly. And so for me, prayer time, how I think, I mean, there's no rules. I don't want to get into rules and then we move <laughs> into kind of religiosity, you sure, know what I mean? Sure. But it's a relationship. What I love to do and how I go enter into the Lord's presence is through, through worship, really, you know, yeah. I'll, we're entering because God says, go into your room or your prayer closet into that secret place and come and pray to me and I'll reward you. Pray to me privately and I'll reward you outwardly. So I enter that sacred place with reverence and I'm just like, Lord, I'm coming to you. I, I thank you, God, that I can come to your throne of grace to receive mercy. And then I worship God, you know, put on worship music because God inhabits the praises of his people and that draws his presence. And I declare God's word, you know, it's the highest authority on, in all of creation and, and all of creation has to bow to God's word. Yeah. So if you're if you're dealing with sickness or, or financial situation, hardship, declare healing scriptures, declare prosperity scriptures, uh, or if you're being attacked or you're having relationship issues, declare uh, protection scriptures like Psalm 91, Psalm 20, Psalm 23. God's word is powerful, you guys, and we've got to speak it out loud. The power of life and death is in our tongue. Mm. And so, you know, always speak life and use God's word because God is faithful to perform his word. So during your prayer time, don't just go there, oh Lord, help me and you know, give me money and give me this and give me that. No, you gotta go to God and be like, Lord, I thank you that you're, you are faithful and true to perform your word. I thank you, Lord, that you are my shepherd, I shall not want, and this is scripture, you provide all my needs according to your riches and glory. You know, Because when we do that, it's an act of faith and it shows God that we believe him, that we believe his word and he will move and we trust him. Faith is trust. Yeah. Trust is faith. You know, we've got to trust God with all our heart. Lean not on our own understanding. This is mm -hmm. scripture. And he will direct our paths. The sons and daughters of God are led by God. So, and then definitely there's a moment of waiting, of quiet stillness. That's why silence is golden. And the Lord will speak. For me, after my prayer time, the Lord usually wakes me up between 2.30 and 5.30 in the morning. Uh, that's my prayer window or between 9.30 and 11.30 at night. Mm -hmm. 
But then after my prayer time, when I've been declaring the word and worshiping God, it could be during the, that day where I'm doing something mundane, like folding laundry, where I'll get like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I get like a Morse code download, like my ears will block and then I'll get like a into my spirit. Mm. And I know I'm getting a download from heaven and I just go, thank you, Lord, I receive it. And then what's interesting is then all oh, of a sudden, yeah, it's amazing. We're, listen, we're spiritual, we're supernatural spiritual beings. And when we have a relationship with God, he supernaturally communicates with us. No, but then I'll have the revelation and the clarity of the right words to say in the email that I need to send in order to take a business relationship to the next level. I'll just get supernatural solutions. It's incredible. Oh, I have to testify. Do it. Uh, yes. <laughs> Last night, God woke me up at like 2.30 in the morning and he inspired me to start the God Foundation. So it's a charitable ministry, mm -hmm. um, but it's, and we support orphans. And I give a large portion of my own income to fund the God Foundation. But last night I went to transfer 25% of my business account into the God Foundation uh, bank account. And when I went to go uh, check it to make sure it transferred, God had supernaturally multiplied the, the money by three times. Yes. I'm telling you this happened. So instead of supporting five orphanages, I was able to support 15. Now, wow. this, yes, God is moving now unlike never before. If we are faithful and true, and this is a principle that's at work in my life. It's a finance, I'm tapping into heaven's economy. It's the Malachi 310. God says, if you bring the full tithe into my house, see if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon you. You will not have room to receive it. Heck yeah. Yeah, so I've been faithful to be to be funding the God Foundation. Even when I had no money, God was teaching me the principle of how it is more blessed to give to than to receive and to trust in him to be our supernatural provider. So even when I had no money or the little money I had, I would always give a portion away to the poor or to the church. And he is he continues to blow my mind how he just supernaturally provides for my every need. Yes. And he'll do the same for you, but you have to trust God as your provider. Listen, you can't serve God and money. You know, if money's your God, that God will fail you every time. But if you truly trust in the Lord as your Lord and provider, he will blow your mind at just how supernaturally he will provide all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Because with God, all things are possible. That's right. And, you know, I literally said this yesterday. God can do more with our 90 percent than we can do with our 100 Absolutely. or do more. What is it? Do more with the 10 percent the that we give in the tithe. Yes. Our 90 that 90 percent. God will do more. And it's kind of like, you know, we, we also that's the same goes with rest. Why God wanted a Sabbath day, because God, you know, we can do more by sacrificing that day, giving that day to God. We can do more in six days than we can seven when we give God one of those days. Oh, I absolutely keep the Sabbath. Saturday is God's holy day, day of rest. I don't work. And it's amazing how he re-energizes and rejuvenates my spirit because on Sunday, the first day of the week, I'm just empowered, I'm strengthened, and I'm ready to take on whatever he has in store for me. So uh, keeping the Sabbath is one of the, the commandments that God highly honors when we do so. I've got, I, I, I said on yesterday's broadcast also, I'm starting to be convicted about not keeping the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where 
like, I mean, I grew up in a home. I mean, we went to church three times a week and like, but the keeping the Sabbath was something that I've never accustomed to, but I have a lot of my friends from Iran, uh, especially in California. Um, my, my, the, my Persian friends and, and, and even my Middle Eastern Christian friends, they're more dedicated to keeping the Sabbath than anyone I know. And I, and I just kind of like, oh, that's cool. And it's kind of inconvenient that I can't text you on Saturday, but <laughs> like, I, I'm starting to feel very convicted by this. And, it, and, I, and I, I have to admit that I feel like I'm being disobedient in this area because I know it's important. Well, the, the 10 commandments still stand. You know, those are the founding laws, divine laws of God. So, you know, if you are, if, if you don't have, a, if you feel like you're far from God, start with that. Start with keeping the, the Ten Commandments, you know. Thou shall have no other God. So if there's any idols in your life right now, you're putting football before prayer time. You're putting, you know, movies or Netflix before prayer time. These are idols. These are modern idols that, yeah. that actually cause God to be jealous. And so you will you're actually working against yourself by disobeying God because you're not going to see breakthrough. You know, obedience to God brings God's blessing upon our lives. You know, the other thing, so I've written a book called The Seven Oracles of Success, where I teach the seven the spiritual secrets to success that I've learned in my relationship with God that has allowed me to co-create with him and bring forth my dream life. Because I say there's free will and there's God's will. But God's will for you is your dream life, you guys. Yeah, it is. You know, because he'll allow you to use all your natural gifts and talents and and he'll align you with your purpose and destiny, which for me, obviously, is starting the God Foundation, which has a charitable initiative. Because God's will for your life and your dream life will not only be for your blessing, but for the greater good of all. Because God is love and he considers everyone in everything he does. He's that good. Yeah. Well, I, okay, so now I got to, can I, let me ask you this. Can I choose the day of the Sabbath for me or is it Saturday? It's Saturday. Okay. So now yeah. we know God, God is, <laughs> God, is, God is Jewish and that's just the way it is. You know, that the Israelites, the Jews are his chosen people. So I say every, every true Jew ultimately becomes a Christian and every true Christian ultimately becomes a Jew because even in my walk with the Lord, he's been leading me to keep Jewish uh, holy days, you know, and the Sabbath is one of them because God in heaven, God in heaven uh, operates by the Jewish calendar. It's just the way that it is. You know, um, but I mean, he, he, Jewish calendar. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily, but, but it's just who God is. You know, we have been grafted in into the commonwealth mm. of Israel through Jesus Christ by, you know, his grace and mercy. So the dividing line has been, um, broken and we are, we are one family, yeah. but, but what the Lord has taught me is uh, that he does highly honor because there's a different um, blessing that comes on those who keep both. Yeah. You know, so for me, I like to, I like to keep both. All right. I'm going to have to have a talk with Jessica when I get done broadcasting here. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the Sabbath because <laughs> I feel like this, this needs to happen. You'll uh, love it. You'll love I, it. No, um, I, I literally perfect. said it yesterday. I'm feeling convicted by it. And now here you are talking about it. I I only look at that kind of stuff as confirmation. 
Absolutely. Like what God wants from me. And that's one of the things that I pray about. Like, what do you want from me today? I love all of these people in 2021 that have all of these declarations. And like, I have a vision for 2021 and, and knowing in my heart what God's going to do. So I declared that. But like all of these five step processes to do things just make my head want to explode because I'm like, literally all I do outside of, you know, I mean, I, in my prayer, in my quiet time, I go, what do you want from me today? Because we have a big vision and, 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 and I have a big calling on my life. I know it. I've known it since I was a kid. I just ran from it, right. but I've known it. So it's like, well, which spot do you want me to put energy into today? <laughs> There's a lot going on. So I literally just wait for him to tell me, this is what I want you to do today. That's right. I don't have any five-step plans. It's I just call obedient to the spirit. <laughs> Listen to you know, that's exactly, all I know to do. And that's exactly how we are led to be led by the spirit. We wait upon the Lord and he nudges our spirits, you know, gently. God's still small voice will will show you and tell you what to do this day. You know, we have yeah. to uh, be quiet in our spirits and listen for his voice, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's wonderful to be led by the Lord. So I want to get into the, there, obviously Beverly Hills is known. It's iconic. It's in Hollywood is known. It's iconic. I mean, I've always said as Hollywood goes, the world goes. And I think even with celebrity culture, and you may disagree with this, especially with what you do, but I personally think celebrity is dead, at least celebrity the way we know it. I think this is what I foresee happening. I see the new celebrity being the kingdom people. I believe that now because TV is more accessible than ever, um, because of the streaming networks, the streaming wars, everyone's competing. There's 50 million streaming networks. Um, I mean, it's not everybody's on screen now. It's taken away from what celebrity used to be, but also COVID and the shutdown is really like, where the heck have the celebrities been? They're not doing anything. <laughs> like they've all been in hiding or lockdown or whatever. Like whatever people want to believe about what's going on in the world right now. But celebrity has just really become irrelevant. And the people that have become heroes, to me, are the people that have always been kind of taken for granted. That's the kingdom people. It's the people that are out in the streets and being of service to their fellow man. It's it's nurses. It's, it's, it's teachers. Teachers, especially, who have been completely taken for granted. Now, it's like all with all these kids doing homeschool, it's like, Oh God, please let them go back to school. <laughs> so like, what do you feel like? Cause you're in the entertainment capital of the world. To me, LA is still home. It's where I died. It's where I found life. It's, it's my mission, even though in Minneapolis has never changed. I asked you about the Morgan camera shop on Sunset Boulevard because we have a vision to put voices for the voiceless in that building. And we believe that God's doing that this year. It's been abandoned for 19 years. God, just give me the building already. <laughs> let, us right. let us do it. But how do you feel about that? Because here it is. You have Beverly Hills Magazine, which is about entertainment and glamour and celebrity. How did you feel about what I just said? Well, I think that's very interesting. And let's always remember God is in total control. And I think that this has definitely put celebrities... Uh, 
uh, on an equal footing with 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 everyday people, you know, because we've God sent us all to our rooms. He's humbled all <laughs> of us during this time Amen. and made us all kind of reassess our lives and uh, um, reflect on the decisions we've made and um, on the decisions that we're going to be making moving forward in how we live our lives. Um, uh, and I know that God's covenant promise to his people is that He we will be blessed above all nations. You know, we will be high above the people on the earth and, and not in, um, uh, I just mean in terms of being blessed, you know? Sure. And I think that God is using this to, uh, this time to lift up his people because, um, God wants to draw all nations to himself. You know, the devil has had control for way too long. And now God is moving in power to uh, unseat the powers of hell in governments, in every industry. And he's putting his people in positions of power and authority so that the, the kingdom of God can rule and reign with Christ on earth as it is in heaven. And that is God's will. Mm, it is God's will. And his will be done. So it is cool to be a Christian. I agree. I don't call myself a Christian, but because I, I, I hate the connotation that comes with it. And everyone can wear their crosses and, and say that they're Christian. I, that doesn't mean anything to me. For me personally, I feel like I'm disrespecting and completely taking away from what it is that I do for do with the Lord. My relationship, like I am a follower of Yeshua. I'm a follower of Jesus. Like I... That's all I do. I live my life in service to what the Lord has called me to do. I Christian puts me in a box that I don't believe that Christians belong in. Because I, go ahead. Yeah, I like that attitude. When I say Christian and refer to myself as a Christian, sure. I mean Christ-like. Christ, -like. Christ yeah. uh, who dwells in me, it is no longer I who lives, but he who lives in me. Uh, and he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. You know, because I know without the Holy Spirit in me, um, I would destroy myself. Oof. And apart, apart from him, there is nothing good. You know, that's why my prayer life is my priority. We get our spiritual empowerment through our prayer life, which is communication with God. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's our plumb line to heaven. Uh, and and that's what I mean. To be a Christian is to be uh, is to have submitted your life to Christ so that his Holy Spirit can can live in you and through you all for the glory of God. You are very bold with your faith. How does that play out for you in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills where, you know, for I've, I, when I was there, I went to a church called Radius International and through them, they're on Sunset Boulevard, through them kind of got to see some of the, the underground Christian activities that are taking place, like those underground meetings that where they strategize about how they're going to heal that land that seems to be cursed in LA, um, you know, and I'm not going to go into what people call conspiracy theory, but I've seen this stuff with my own eyes. So I know it's not. Um, how does that, how is that for you being so bold with your faith there? It's just how God created me. I've always been this way. I, I love God. And I, I, like you said in your email, you, 
you know, can't help but just talk about Jesus. Yeah. And I'm the same. Everybody I meet, everybody whose path I cross, because actually God revealed to me that every person who crosses your path, he's leading to you so that you can share your love of God with them and that you can, you know, Every encounter we have is an opportunity to share the love of God with with uh, our with others. Yeah. You know, our life is our ministry, and um, and so honestly, it's just who I am. You know, and sometimes I'm well received, and other times I'm you know rejected. Don't talk to me about your Jesus. Oh, you know. <laughs> that's par for the course. God says he who will live godly will suffer persecution. And, and so uh, I, I, I don't shy away from that. For me, it's more important to tell somebody Jesus loves you. And whether they're, they're, they're rich and famous or they're a bum on the street, it, it makes no difference. God says, do not have respect of persons, you know, and we mustn't. And so in that way, for me, I just know that I'm doing what God has called me to do, and that's yeah. share his love with everybody whom who I encounter. You know, I'm and I and I would rather be rejected talking about Jesus than doing a sales call because at least I have God's promises to fall back on. <laughs> but in sales, it's like, oh man, I stink or my product. I mean, I'm I'm kind of making a joke, but it's been like I would rather deal with rejection standing on the one thing in life that I know is true because everywhere you look around, there's some kind of disinformation campaign happening. And it's like, how do you know what's real? Like, you know, is, is Trump going to save the day or what, you know, like, I, I like it, there's just so much disinformation about the virus, about the elections, about everything that happens in the world. It's hard to know what to trust. So for me, I don't trust any of it. I just trust what God says directly to me and what I see come through his word. Amen. And he is the only reliable source. Actually, God uh, said that. If you go to the, the God Foundation website. Uh, or it's a social- great website, by the way. That that had, but I, I didn't mean to cut you off, yeah. but I want you to shout out that website because there is more substance in that web, I mean, it was like, it was almost overwhelming because there's a lot of meaty stuff there. Yeah, <laughs> you're, it, it, you're not messing around. God led me and instructed me to build it. It's high level uh, kingdom revelation of how you can step into your power and authority as a son and daughter of God, that you can overcome sin and evil, that you can walk in authority over the devil every day. Uh, it's powerful stuff. The truth and wisdom column, the spiritual growth, the the information there, it's a wealth of wisdom. So I encourage anybody go to giftsofdevotion.org, follow the God Foundation on uh, any social media platform for daily revelations uh, and information, knowledge and wisdom from heaven. It's plugging into heaven, basically. You know, I walk very closely with the Lord. He gives me divine revelations and insights. He speaks to me. I quote God. Um, he gives me oracles uh, directly from his spirit. So I encourage you to just check it out and plug in. Um, yeah. I want to, you just said something that a lot of people, when you say oracles, they the, the first thought comes, oh, Ouija board. Ooh. You got to understand something, audience. And though, I mean, most, a lot of you do. 
spiritual but not religious people are a lot closer to getting it right about Jesus than religious people are. <laughs> because we are in a spiritual battle. And like, and when you think about, well, just let's look at this practically. You see all of us running around, we're in the flesh, right? And, and it's hard to go, wow, this is a spiritual battle. But if you think about the behaviors about the people that do evil to you, like say you were molested or you were raped or you were abused, it's not that person doing it. It's a spirit. It's a spiritual takeover. It's a demonic attack. It's, it's somehow a spirit has been transferred to them. There's a lot of different ways, but it's a demonic takeover that's causing that person to do that because even though we're born into sin, God's purpose for each and every one of us is pure and mighty and extraordinary. So he didn't create these evil people to run around. It's a sin took over and it poisoned them. And some people invite invite more demons in. So anyway, I just wanted to like say that because when people do hear that, immediately they get turned off. But it's that's the religious population, not people that really understand what it is that we're doing here. Well, the church age is over. Churchianity is over. We have stepped into a new time. We are in the kingdom age where the spirit of the kingdom of light is, is rising up against the kingdom of darkness. And this war between good and evil it has never been more prominent, especially on, on the world stage as it yeah. is today. And, it, you know, now is the day of salvation. Today is the day to choose whom you will serve, you know. And yes, by our free will, we we decide who controls us, either the Holy Spirit or the spirit of the devil, which is the spirit that operates in the children of disobedience. And this is the truth. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And yeah. so if you want to really come into a true, true knowledge of the reality of life, um, this is it. Uh, you know, God is revealing it. And so we are supernatural spiritual beings having a very temporary earthly experience, but God has given us power and authority over all powers of evil that attempted to um, rob us of our glory as sons and daughters of God when when um, the, the devil lied to to Eve and and she unfortunately rebelled against God and that gave the devil dominion over the earth. But Christ came to give us the power and authority back but we have to every day stand up and and own that authority as yeah. children of god and keep the devil under our feet by walking in holiness and righteousness and keeping god's commandments and staying powerful in our prayer life yeah man that's that's awesome mm -hmm. i um i really appreciate you know you coming on i what what's i we're we're heading into a new world like, what is it that you have planned? Because I know, I mean, you're you're an actress. You have the Beverly Hills Magazine. You have your ministry, the God Foundation. Like, you have a lot going on. What this year for you? What what is? I, I don't want to ask you what your intention is, but what do you what are you working on? What it, what what do you have going on that you can use support with? Um, whatever, just let it go. Sure. Well, again, I am no longer in control of my life. I submitted and surrendered yeah. to the Lord's will years ago. And so I simply pray, I worship, and I wait upon the Lord for his guidance and instruction. And he leads the yeah. way because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. 
and no one comes to the father but by him. But the, the point is he continues to reveal to me his plan for me. And then I just have to remain obedient and do the work. But he supernaturally opens the doors of opportunity, brings the right people uh, so that the, his plan for me can progress and manifest. Uh, but so the Lord obviously caused me to and inspired me and instructed me to start the magazine and help me build it. But then he also because when you step into God's will for your life, he'll allow you to use all your natural gifts and talents. One of mine is a writer. So I started the magazine literally writing one article at a time. But he's act, he'll activate your spiritual gifts to a whole nother dimension because now he's actually uh, inspired me and empowered me to write a scripted television show based on my life as editor in chief. I've already written 13 episodes. It's done, ready to go. And now he's leading me and aligning me with the right producers and the right team to bring to put that into development and bring that uh, to manifestation as well, because this is his will for me. Yeah. And then not only that, he's given me the vision for my life because then I will be producing uh, films and he's given me a sci-fi action adventure trilogy, which I'll be uh, <laughs> producing. So, uh, you know, God is limitless in his power to operate through us when we are fully surrendered vessels to his power moving in us and through us. OK, yeah. so we've got to surrender to the Lord's will and all things become possible for those who believe because all things are possible with God. You know, so I'm just I continue to be my mind blown by what God has in store for me and what he continues to call me to do, because I cannot do it. I attempted to to start magazines and all that in my own foolishness. <laughs> I, I know that I do not have the wisdom to create success in my life. And that is the truth. And all success and any growth and prosperity in my life is because of God's grace and his glory. And prosperity, let me clarify, is not just money in the bank, you guys. Prosperity is a, pro a progressive trajectory of growth in every facet of your life. That's emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, physically. Mm -hmm. That means divine health and wellness and materially and financially. And God delights in prospering his servants. So uh, reject the lies of the devil. Don't cower to his fear mongering. Activate your faith, operate in the place of faith, because faith is the evidence of things not seen and the substance of things hoped for. That means faith is essentially the spiritual building blocks to our future, for God's spirit to move and manifest yeah. your dream life and his will for your life uh, into the natural. Uh, and remember, if you have an impossible dream, that is perfect because with God, all things are possible. So walk with the Lord and seek him with all your heart, uh, acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your paths because he's done it for me. Yeah. And if he and, did, and he'll do it for you. I, I've lived off, off of faith for the last five years. I heard a preacher say one time, I think maybe... I didn't take it too literally, but there's other times it's like, okay. <laughs> but I truly, I heard him say, it was Pastor Craig Rochelle. He said, do something every day to stretch your faith and you will see God move in your life. And I like, okay. And I just took that as a, for, it hit me in the spirit when I heard it. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do something to stretch every day. And Absolutely. because of that, I've seen miracles every day. And it's it's been absolutely amazing what God has done. You mentioned starting the magazine with no money, they started for nothing. I the same way with you know 
not only it's not just making my dream of having a talk show come true. I mean, I, I had a show on Fox Business fall through, but through hearing TD Jake say, focus on the things that you do have, not what you don't. I was like, okay, well, I don't have any money. I don't have professional cameras. I don't have, I don't have anything but this phone with a camera and free Wi-Fi. So I'm going to set out every day proving that the concept for this show would work. Well, it did. And that, even that, even God, God doesn't need money to like perform miracles, by the way, because somehow by the grace of God, we ended up with our own multimedia broadcast network with no money. Amen. Everything God is doing has been like, yeah, but he gave me a heart for service. So, you know, we go out and serve. We help. I don't ask questions. I love what I'm doing. God provides. I get to see miracles every single day, not just in my life, but through other people. I literally this morning got a text um, from England. I interviewed somebody on my show two years ago, the very first time they'd ever been on camera. She told me through her testimony what God has done in her life since that interview. I'm like, what the heck? Like, it is, it's incredible. Like, God wants to work for you, but you have to let go of the reins and surrender it to, surrender your life to him. Give him the control, and everything's going to work out for you. But the more you fight it, and the more you resist, and the more you try to take the wheel back from God, you're going to end up right back in the ditch that you started in. So true. Yeah, I say I'm, I'm living on a prayer because it is it's my reality, you know, and I say, you know, money doesn't define you no matter how much of it you have. It's what you do without it. You guys, uh, mm. it, it, the kingdom of heaven operates by faith yeah. uh, and it's in your place of faith that God will will show himself mighty on your behalf and he will continue to just. Uh, cause you to be in awe of him and, and and his glory. And it's wonderful. Listen, I'm a living testimony that God is real, that God is good. And he's got a good plan for each and every one of you, you guys. And he wants you to step into your destiny and fulfill the purpose he has for your life uh, and to live your dream life because that is God's will for your life, you guys. So go to him. And I'm just praying for you. I love you all so much. And I'm so excited to see what God does in and through you. You know, get baptized, born again, rise in the newness of your life in Christ. And you will never regret it. I promise you that. Jacqueline, God bless you. Thank you for being here. I will be in touch. Um, I'm gonna, I'll send you the interview after we're done. But I, man, I am so grateful for your time. I'm so grateful for just the word that you spoke over everyone. Um, this was powerful and I'm truly, truly grateful for you. Amen. Thank you. It's been such an honor to spend some time with you, brother. God bless you and all the work of your hands. You too, listeners, viewers, I love you. I'm praying for you. Go for your dreams because remember with God, all things are possible. All right? Amen. That was good Bye. stuff. Thank you, Jacqueline. Bye. Jacqueline Madison, everyone. Thank you guys so much for being here. I, I I love that. And I really had no idea what we were, what direction we would head because she does a lot of things professionally that are really cool. Uh, you guys be looking for uh, the media kit that we publish after every broadcast. Um, it'll be attached to this. And then you could find it on livemonoworldwide.org slash multimedia slash broadcast. Um, so grateful for each and one of you guys being here. Lori, always good to see you, my friend. God bless you. You guys, you, Lori, you and Jacqueline have a lot in common. Um, anyway, oh, what's up, man? The lovely family in India. 
I, I really love uh, this guy. I don't even know his real name because I think this is a nickname. Wonderful, beautiful family in India. Bangladore, India. Uh, started watching. Just absolutely uh, love. They've been like a tremendous blessing, not just in my life, but also to Word of God Church in Oklahoma City in such a short time. So cool to see him. Uh, what's up, Johannes? Good to see you. God bless you guys. Again, thank you for being here. I uh, really appreciate all of your support. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central. Uh, with this, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting interview. I, I'm uh, in a very short time. I've met, I've met Hunter just this last weekend from a post I posted. And all of our conversations have been about as radical and extreme as you can imagine when it comes to serving the Lord um, and when you hear this guy's story, you're going to freak. It is mind blowing. Like I'm still going, is this real? Is this real? Is this real? And God keeps confirming that it is. So you guys are in for a treat tomorrow. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting our ministry. And now a word. <laughs> I didn't time that right. Peace out. Love you. Bye.